so good to be in God's presence today, isn't it? Give him a hand clap of thanksgiving and praise today. Amen, amen. Ah, in Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to thank Sister Bree for helping us out today. You're awesome. We love you. Amen. All of you that are here and those that are watching on home or at work, wherever you might be tuning in today, we love you. We're thankful that you are here. I want you to be seated, if you will, for a few moments. I won't be long this morning. I want to begin on this first day of 2023. Brother Stefan has already denoted the fact that it's here. It's not coming. It's here. 2023 is upon us. I've been asking anybody that will listen to me, what is your plan for 2023? What are you going to come? I'm not talking about resolutions. Those are often forgot tomorrow and the next day and we move on. But I'm asking you, what is your written plan? Do you have a plan for 2023? What spiritual goals, what participation in the kingdom of God, what volunteering would you desire to do? What is it in your life that you want? Without a plan, you'll end up doing what you did in 2022. And if you're not careful, we will be frustrated. But God is challenging you today to plan your life in a spiritual sense. Plan it. Put God at the center of all that you're doing. This morning, I want to preach to you about the theme of our year in 2023. I hope that uh, you will uh, just tag in and, and stay focused with me throughout this year as we just tackle this subject about the kingdom of God. Everybody say, thy kingdom come. Oh, shout it like you're mad at the TV because U of M lost. Come on. <laughs> too soon? Is it too soon? I'm sorry. Thy kingdom come. Everybody say, thy kingdom come. You're going to hear a lot about thy kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is like. You're going to hear a lot about the kingdom of God in 2023. The reason the Lord has impressed me Interesting, as I flip through my Facebook and my pastor friends, how many of them in their churches are have this theme for the year that they are also focusing on the kingdom. I believe it's because the Spirit is speaking to the church. It is telling it to get ready for the King who's coming back. I don't know today about you, but I, I need you to stay focused for just a minute as God's presence works with our minds and our hearts. In Matthew 6 and 9, we find, in this manner, therefore, pray our Father. Say it with me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We know this as the Lord's Prayer. And truly, though, if you study it out, 
I would call it more aptly the disciples' prayer. Because it was Jesus instructing the disciples, this is how you pray. You see, in this year, when we talk about kingdom, it's going to come from not building our own network and our own thing. Those are great and fine, but we're going to talk about what it means to be a part of the kingdom, the kingdom of God. I want Pineview to understand, those that are listening, that if you're not a part of the kingdom of God, you will not be in the kingdom of heaven. This is an important factor in our study. So many of us may think that, I don't know why this is so important to pastor and why he would spend a whole year talking about the kingdom of God. It's because without acknowledging who is king, without acknowledging his kingdom, you cannot partake in the kingdom of heaven. And I want every soul that I know and I don't know to be a part of the kingdom of heaven. How many think that's right? Amen? How many think that we need to win souls for the name of Jesus Christ? Amen? The kingdom of heaven is like, you're going to hear about that in our Bible study sessions. You're going to hear about this in many ways. But today, our focus for this year is the petition before God, thy kingdom come. Jesus said, in this manner, therefore, pray. 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 We have prayer at 4 p.m. on Mondays. We have prayer <laughs> on Saturdays, first Saturday of the month for the men, second Saturday for the women, third Saturday for our families. We have prayer, or fourth Saturday, rather, for our families. We have prayer going on in this house, at this place. I pray that you will find a prayer life that is truly worthy of your soul this year. My help cometh from the Lord. But if I'm not in communication with my Lord, I cannot know how to receive Him or get Him to help me. I believe today that our petition before the Lord in 2023 is going to be, Thy kingdom come. From the Lord's prayer we read this. We know that God spoke through uh, that oracle and allowed us to see and peek into what we should be praying from a heavenly perspective. We find our focus for this year is thy kingdom come. We don't just believe that his kingdom is just some idea that is coming in the future. We don't believe by the word of God that the kingdom is some sort of mythical place that we show up to church and it arrives. We don't believe by the word of God that the kingdom of God is something that we will see come someday. We believe and the word of God expresses that his kingdom is already come. It is here on this earth. And we are the ambassadors of that kingdom. We are the children of that kingdom. We are the blood-bought, saved, bona fide heirs of the kingdom of God. I don't question my position. I question my position, my brother participation. Uh, I believe that I'm saved. Uh, but I don't believe that God just called us to be saved. Uh, he called us to build the kingdom of God. To be a part of something bigger than ourselves. I unequivocally believe that because God is love, that the kingdom must be expressed in love. Thy kingdom come. We express our desires for God's reign and rule on 
this established earth. But this petition we're talking about acknowledges that God's kingdom is not yet fully realized and not fully come. It calls us to work towards its further establishment. That we are supposed to go and continue the work of Jesus Christ and preaching the gospel as Paul did and as Peter did and as Philip did. That there is a king that is coming. He's coming in the great time of these last days and that king has a kingdom not just in heaven but he says here in Matthew upon this earth we pray thy kingdom come we know it's here but there's more coming someone shout there's more coming uh, we petition him on a daily basis. Lord, let your will be done in my life. Let your spirit dwell within me. Here today, I want to establish that only comes when you pray as Jesus said, pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. It's here in this kingdom concept that we realize we need to be focused on the God things of our life, the Christ-centered things that we need to focus on. I am, as a pastor, not going to mince words or try to make it pretty, but I am concerned due to our technology and all of the distraction. Can someone shout distraction? Uh, the distractions, all of the distractions. Uh, I'm not suggesting uh, that we don't do things that we enjoy and pleasurable things. Uh, I am suggesting that we need to refocus in this year. Uh, who's my king and am I a part of his kingdom? Am I being a good citizen of that kingdom? There is in this moment, I believe in 2023, as we begin here on its first day, a, a chance, a, a reality that says you can be a part of the kingdom of God this year like you've never been a part before. Pastor, how can I do that? How do we become or realize what God is calling us to and how do we work towards him being the king of my life and being kingdom minded. Can you say kingdom minded? When you're kingdom minded, you have to think like Jesus thinks. Uh, I'm going to say it again. When you're kingdom minded, you have to think like Jesus thinks. You have to think that I'm not here for everything. I'm here to seek and to save uh, them that are lost. When you think kingdom you think about what Jesus taught us while he was here in this world. But how do we do this? Someone look at your neighbor and say, how do we do this? Uh, if you're online, someone say, I don't know, but we're going to find out right now. Amen. Listen to me. We do this by living out the values of the kingdom of God. The values of the kingdom of God. How do we do this? We do this by living out the values. Someone say values. Well, I might ask you this morning, what are the values of the kingdom of God? You're going to learn about them this year, but I want to tell you that you'll find them in the fruits of the Spirit. For it's in those fruits that we produce the, or reproduce what God is pouring into us. We produce the fruit that the world will see and taste and see that the Lord is good. 
So when I tell you that love is a part of this and unity is a part of this, long-suffering and gentleness and kindness and all the things that we see in the passages that we read in our new covenant, we see that there is a kingdom, but we must live out its values. I cannot live out the world's values and think that people are going to see the king and the kingdom in me. So today, I want you to think in, on this first day, what are some of the things that you need to purge from your soul? Is your soul healthy before God? Are you in a place where his kingdom is being established? It doesn't mean you're perfect. It doesn't mean you have it all together. It means that you live by the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ. And you know that him and him alone is the one that can save you. Can I get an amen? We live out the values of the kingdom in our own lives. We don't worry about them or them or them. We worry about us. And when we live our kingdom values, we begin to see the fruit of those kingdom values. We begin to see the fruit of how the king, the king of kings, comes and settles into our hearts and minds. Jesus tells us in Matthew 22 and 37, You shall love the Lord your God with what? Come on, read it with me. All your, I can't hear you, what? All your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Someone shout heart, mind, and soul. <laughs> Come on, say it again, heart, mind, and soul. <laughs> You don't want to, you want to live in the kingdom of God. You got to give him your heart, your mind, and your soul. Come on now, somebody. You can't withhold one of them. You can't say, I'll give you one God. It's not a negotiation of whether you're going to do it. It's a matter of when you will do it. Because I promise you want, how many want the blessings of God in your home, in your life, in your, oh, that was four of you. How many want the blessings of God in your life? Amen. Why? Because we are part of a kingdom. There was a time in our world that if you were a Roman citizen, you could walk any place in the known world and declare, I am a citizen of Rome. And they would not touch you. They would leave you alone because there was a benefit of being a citizen of Rome. And that benefit was that if anybody harmed you, no matter who you were, if you were a citizen of Rome, that they, the Roman Empire, would come and defend you if you were but one person. That they would take action on your behalf. So people would leave those. That's why Paul in the scriptures declared, or, or didn't tell anybody until later, but he was a citizen of Rome. Do you know what would have happened after they beat him? After they did all those things, they would have been facing the wrath of the centurions and of the Roman Empire. Paul did not use that for his own uh, benefit because he gave it to God. But understand today that you are a part of a defender of your life and your faith and your love and your uh, and you are a part of a king. Uh, you are a part of a kingdom uh, that no matter where you walk or where you talk or what you do, uh, God uh, is with you. God is for you. God will go before you. Living out the values of God's kingdom. It's so vital. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love what? 
your neighbor, come on, read it with me, your neighbor as yourself. And on these two commandments, everybody say two. It's real simple, ladies and gentlemen. It's not hard. It's not complicated. It's not a 25-step. It's not a 12-step. It's not a 7-step. It's a two-step. Love God and love your neighbor and love yourself. There is a place here where the values of the kingdom come crashing in on us to set us up for success. That we cannot in a complicated way, but in a very simplistic way, love God with all my heart, mind, and soul. And then what? Love my neighbor as myself. Love for God. Love for others. Someone say amen. Is at the heart of God's kingdom. How many believe that that's the heart of God? Amen? Love for God and love for others is at the heart of all that we do here at Pineview. It is at the heart of what we believe. It is at the heart of what we say. It is at the heart of the service that we offer. Loving God and loving people. Loving God and loving people. I said loving God and loving people. I'm going to say it one more time. Loving God and loving people. That is the heart, the beating heart of the kingdom of God. This love known as agape in Greek. In the Greek, it speaks to it's selfless. It's unconditional. This is not a, a love that is lustful. It's not a love that demands something back. It's not a love that says, I'm going to give you some love and you've got to give it back to me. No, this is agape love. This is selfless love. This is unconditional love. This is sacrificial love. This is sacrificial giving. It is the love that God has for us and that he calls us to have for others. Someone shout, thy kingdom come. In John 13 and 34, Jesus says, a new commandment I give you. Hear me today. That you love one another as I have loved you. Here in just a few moments, we're going to celebrate this New Year's Day with a commitment through communion that we're going to receive communion here today, the first of the Sundays of 2023. We will receive communion this year on the first Sunday of every month. We will receive communion. We will bind the spirits of the enemy. We will break chains that are from the past. We will see the blood of Jesus Christ work in the lives of our families, in our homes, in our... Mm, I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. I said there's power in the blood of Jesus. I said there's power in the blood of Jesus. This pastor is not afraid of the blood of Jesus. Uh, what do you mean, pastor? The world does, oh, that's gross. Uh, no, no, you don't understand. Uh, oh, precious is that blood. Uh, the blood that shed for me, that gave me new life in eternity. That blood is going to be celebrated on the first Sunday of every month, except for uh, April and December. We will do that, in, of course, around Good Friday. I'm excited to tell you that Bishop Baker from Auburn Hills will be here with us on the 2nd of April, which is Palm Sunday. Easter is very early this year, so we're going to be celebrating with friends. We're going to be celebrating what God is doing in that Holy Week. It will be here that we find in John 13 and 34, Jesus said, a new commandment. Everybody say, a new commandment. 
I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another, and by this, know that you are my what? Disciples. Can I tell you something? Too many of us gloss over this passage, not understanding the meaning is so deep and powerful. The only way you will be known by, as a disciple of Jesus Christ in this world is by how you love God and love others. It's here that we learn that the kingdom rules, the kingdom is so important. Our love for one another is a sign of our discipleship and a way that we bring God's kingdom closer to realization and closer to the people we're trying to reach. When we show love, when we show that we're not just talk, but we're doers of the word, that we're not just talking about loving people, but we're going to go love them. We're going to go find them. We're going to go help them. We're going to go and be a part of their life. In addition to love, unity is also very important in bringing God's kingdom to this earth. In John 17 and 20, Jesus prays for unity among his followers. And he says this, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me. Jesus was praying for you. Someone shout amen. Jesus was praying for those that would believe. How many here are believers today in Jesus' name? Amen. I want you to understand the God of the universe, of heaven and earth, the prayer that he prayed for you, the prayer that he prayed for you and I was that what? Come on now. Stay in tune. That you would understand the importance of the kingdom. I do not pray for these alone, but I pray that what? that whoever believes in me through their word, that they all may be as one. You know why racism has no place in the body of Christ? Number one, because it's a sin against God. Number two, you can't have unity when you're acting and being that way. Number three, you can't be one in Christ. I got news for you. If you hate somebody, no matter what their skin color, no matter what they've done to you, you are on a fast track to a place you don't want to go. You need to forgive. I said you need to forgive as you have been forgiven. You need to love. You need to repent in Jesus' name that God would clear not just your mouth but your mind. Did you hear what I just said? It's not just about what we say. It's about what we think. It's about what we are. God is calling us to unity in love. God is calling us to a space. I'm telling you in Jesus' name, receive this, Pastor. When I tell you, there will be challenges in 2023. uh, But I believe that greater is he that's within us uh, than he that's within uh, the world. Uh, But if he is not in us, then we cannot establish his kingdom kingdom we've got to work within the values of the kingdom and the value of the kingdom is to love one another as Christ has loved you someone shout amen I said someone shout amen if you believe what I'm preaching shout amen that we may all be one as you father are in me and I in you Jesus says that they may that they also may be one in us 
that the what world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me I have given them did you hear what he just said you have been given God's glory you have been given the glory of Jesus Christ he says I'm not going to keep it to myself but I'm going to give it to those that are a part of the kingdom uh, I'm going to give it to those that are kingdom minded those that are striving towards the high call the question I have for me, you, and this body of Christ, are we seeking what? First, the kingdom of God. Are you seeking God first in your finances? Are you seeking God first in your relationships? Are you seeking God first in your work, in your job, in your businesses? Are you seeking God first for your family? I know that I'm challenging you this morning, but guess what? I'm called to challenge you as a man of God in love and in kindness. It's not that I have obtained, but I strive toward the high call of Jesus Christ. I'm challenging you, Pine View. I'm challenging you individually and as corporate body that we would strive towards being more reflective of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Someone shout amen. Listen what he says. All the glory which you gave me, I give to them that they may be one. Everybody shout one. That they may be one. Everybody shout one. Shout unity. That they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me. That they may be made what? Perfect in one. I said perfect in one. Perfect not flawed, perfect, not perfect by your standards, but by the blood of Jesus Christ. Not perfect through, I've done everything right. No, no, you're a sinner saved by the grace of God and so am I. But perfect by that same grace and that same blood that flows from Calvary. You have been made perfect in one that the world, someone shout the world, may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have what? Loved me there is no kingdom without unity I said there's no kingdom without unity I'm gonna say it one more time I said there's no kingdom of God without the unity of the body of Christ if you believe that shout amen if you don't I'm gonna invite you to an altar to repent here in a few moments because it is the essence of who God is the heart of God is love him and love others here in this moment, I'm setting the tone. I'm not just preaching to you online or you in the room. I am preaching to these four walls. I am preaching to the community around us. I'm preaching to the spirit realm. I'm telling the spirit, I'm putting it on notice that we will not be separated by worldly things. We will not be divided by things that are not of God. We will be as one. I declare it in 2023. We will be unified in love love conquers all we have the love of God in us will it be easy no is it going to be worth it yes because we will be more like the king who is coming we will be more like Jesus who said come unto me all come on now all ye that did not just select few just just the Jewish folks come to me no no 
He came to seek and to save all that are lost. That includes you and I, the Gentiles, the Jews, the Greek. Uh, in his presence, there is no one but his children. Someone say amen. Let us remember the importance of love. I want the singers to come, and I'd like my ushers to help me with this communion today, if you will. Uh, give those to uh, the gentlemen, and they're going to come here in a moment. So there is no kingdom. Somebody shout, no kingdom without unity. But there's no unity. Come on, say it. There's no unity without love. Do you see the connection? When we love God and love our neighbor as ourselves, it allows us through love to be unified one with another. Unified in the faith. Unified in the presence of God. Unified like we will be in Revelations chapter 7 when we get to heaven and there was a great throne and there was one that sat upon the throne. Amen. And what? We were all there from every nation, every kindred, every kind, every tribe, every tongue. And we began to sing. Someone shout, we began to sing. We didn't sing our own song. No, we began to sing what? A new song. A new song before the Lord. We were unified in His presence. I believe that heaven, based on the prayer we read from Jesus, that Thy will be done as in heaven, on earth, as it is, what? In heaven. God wants that same beautiful unity of kingdom and love. That beautiful place where we come together in Christ. Oh, we're still going to all have our own opinions and our own stuff and our own ideas. And I'm not suggesting you have to lay those down, except when you're at the altar. We have to lay everything down. Matter of fact, we have to lay our lives down. It's here that we learn about real love and unity. Unity brings us closer to the realization of the kingdom of God in our community. Lord, may we strive <laughs> to love you, to love others selflessly and sacrificially and be, be united in our purpose and mission in this year of 2023. And let the church say amen. I want you to stand with me if you will. In this prayer that is fixing to appear on the screen in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, in the King James, not the New King James, but in the original text of King James. You're going to find something very interesting, and I think that it bears us repeating this morning. Because in this prayer, not only does he say, Thy kingdom come and thy will be done, but in verse 12, he says, And what? Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors forgive us our debts I don't know about you but Brother Stefan you did a good job this morning in describing this last year my son sat at the Thanksgiving table and said it's, it's been the most painfully good year I've ever had in my life there's been so much pain but there's been so many good things that have come out of that pain I think that describes it well for me 
2022 was a very painful time, you know, and personally for me, my wife and her sickness and blood clots, and I had my eye mess up and surgeries, and, but there were so many amazing things that come out of this year. There were so many rejoicings that come out of this year. God is putting a foundation among us that is going to carry this body of Christ, Pineview Church, on into the next decade, into the next couple decades. I believe that God is putting in place the things that God wants us as a church body to focus on. We have more things. Do not miss January 22nd as our vision service. Uh, don't miss it. We're going to have an amazing time. You're going to hear all about it. If you go on Facebook today, you're going to see some of those posts about what's coming. We have so many things planned. And they're not just planned for the sake, well, we have a date open, we should plan them. No, they've been prayed about, they've been fasted about, and I believe that God is directing us in this path. And God is speaking to this pastor in this body that we must pray. We must pray. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. So together, as we close this service, I'm going to call in just a moment all of you that would like to receive communion. If you're a guest here today, we would love to invite you to be a part of this communion. But in the midst of this prayer that we're fixing to read, we're going to pause when it says, forgive them. And I want you to ask the Lord. We should never come to an altar, to a communion service without forgiveness in our spirit. Because when you remember what Jesus Christ did through you for the blood that he shed and the sin and all the sins that left us, we can look and see, you know what? I don't deserve his mercy. Come on now. I don't deserve his grace. But he gives it freely, unconditionally to me because he loves me and he cares for me. So I too must follow in his footstep and forgive those that have trespassed against me so that I can receive the forgiveness that God has for me. So today, they're going to put it on the screen. I want you to read it with me, if you will. From the very beginning in verse 9, Matthew nine, 6 and 9. Come on, read it with me aloud, if you will. And after this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us, God. Oh, come on now. Forgive us, God. <laughs> oh, forgive us, Jesus. Wipe our hearts and minds with your blood as we ask for you to come and forgive our sins. As we forgive, what? Our debtors. And lead us I want to ask you right here, are you being led by the Holy Ghost? Have you asked Jesus, Lord, please lead me? Please lead me. Lead us what? Not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And let the church shout amen. If you're glad Jesus Christ taught you how to pray, come on, give him a hand clap of thanksgiving today. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. If you would like to receive communion today, I'm going to invite you to come to one of these two baskets and receive it. Take it, take it back to your seats, and then I'll lead us through 
a communion together in Jesus' name. Come all over. come on this day, this new year, this first day. Lord, I don't want one more day to go by without me reflecting on the love that you have shown me, the grace that you have freely given me, and the mercy that you have rescued me by. Father, I ask that you receive me, Lord, as I have repented, Father, and I have come before your throne room of grace in the time of trouble. Father, I ask in your name, Jesus, that you would reach down into this body of Christ and lift those that are struggling, break the chains of rituals and break the chains of the curses of the past and break the chains. Lord, your blood can break anything. Your blood can break all that the enemy has tried to destroy us with. And by your name, we declare us holy and righteous, not by our works, but by your works, Father. We believe that you have loved us and so that we will show others love. I declare victory and unity and oneness in Jesus' name. I declare that love will be in every home, that unity will be in every marriage, that, Father, you're going to use us this year to show the world. We're going to shock the world with your love, Lord. We're going to show them things uh, that they've never seen in your presence. Uh, you're going to pour your glory out. Your glory is upon us and it's going to come out of us. And we're going to show your glory 
I believe, I declare by the word of God, not by my word, but by the word of God, the word that's forever settled in heaven. That, Lord, your name is worthy, that you are holy, that you are righteous, that you're a soon-coming king, and that, Lord, I owe you everything. I, Lord, I praise you for your blood. Lord, I thank you that you gave your body freely. In Jesus' name. Come on, take the bread. Open the bread. There you go. It was his body that hung on that cross. It was broken for you and I. He was wounded for our transgressions. <laughs> he was bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for breaking yourself for me. That you broke, Lord that my name can be written in the Lamb's book of life, that I can live victorious and overcoming, that I, Lord, I don't have to be bound up by sins of my past. I don't have to be walking around with a, a noose around my neck thinking that I'm never going to be saved. But, Father, I can live in freedom. I can live in grace and mercy. And I can, Lord, through obeying your word, I can do what you've called me to do. Now receive the cup of Christ today. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Can someone say hallelujah? Come on, breathe in hallelujah. Come on, someone say thank you, Jesus. Come on, say it like you mean it. Thank you, Jesus. Someone shout, Lord, I love you, Lord. I'm pro God. I praise you today, Lord. I need someone to shout, Lord, show me your glory, God. I need someone to shout, yes, Lord, I will. I will follow. Come on, somebody reach out. Come on, someone give in. Someone do what God is calling you to do. Come on. Thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll never know how much it costs. Oh, Come on, let the Holy Ghost flow in this house today. Let the Holy Ghost flow in this building today. Let the Holy Ghost minister to you today. Hallelujah, the blood that shed on Calvary. Only the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, in this new year, we give you all of our stuff, Lord. All of the problems and issues and things. 
we declare unity we declare love we declare uh, that the kingdom of heaven uh, is here it's on us it's coming uh, in the name of jesus in the name of jesus mm, hallelujah 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 oh i praise you lord i praise you lord i praise you hallelujah